0: Welcome. I am Aaron. And I'm Gabe. This is the We Talk About That podcast,
1: where we talk about anything and everything. All right. Is it? It's the going countdown. Oh, it's going. We're going. It already okay. went. Yeah. All right. So just kind of an That's the nice thing about two. this is I can just edit shit out. Perfect. Listen
0: to the Star Wars episode, and you'll be like, mint, That's sweet. Fresh. I yeah I always four wait. Hours on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I always wait to listen to it until after we record the next one, just so I don't get tainted in some way, <clears throat> like oh interesting. being critical. Um, yeah. So I don't know. That's my process. Maybe I should listen to it beforehand. But oh, no, I, I didn't was just listen
0: to it today. She said it sounded really good. Oh yeah, sweet. And I I told her because she's like, well, how, how, why were you up so late? And I was like, I was editing. I Told her I pulled out a whack ton of clearing throats, coughing. White space, when you know, like I said, like when I, when one of you uh, or one of either one of us is like <laughs> looking for an answer because we're currently googling on a question that we had for one or the other, or just thinking, right, all that stuff. It's probably me. Like I, I think said I real tweaked slow. a little bit of the intro uh, sound volume, uh, volume levels.
1: Well, now you are hyping it. You are getting my expectations too high. Yeah, I think it's I'm pretty good, kidding. man. I'm going to listen to it after this for sure.
0: The last three episodes, I've mentioned how I'm still somewhat recovering from this cold, but the episode is just like, What cold.
1: What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> You're not still recovering from it, are you?
0: No, I just have chronic sinusitis, probably from <laughs> the five different countries I've been to and their air standards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sinusitis? I didn't even know that was a thing.
0: Yeah, chronic oh. sinusitis, you know, just inflammation of the sinuses.
1: Here I sent you sent you that link to that Harley I'm looking at. Um, on Discord, it's ah, Discord. Just, okay, I don't something know. I don't open all the time. Maybe I'm a a sucker, but that just looks freaking awesome. Probably it's, does. It's what I've you know. It's the exact bike. I mean, it's configured a little bit differently than just the regular uh, Sportsters, but. It's a sweet looking bike, with twenty seven hundred miles on it, twenty fourteen. So just sat in somebody's garage. But uh, now I am getting no no motorcycles. That's especially in Houston. Just
0: go get an FZ eight or an FZ six from like two thousand and nine. You get a good deal for that.
1: Yeah, it would have to be an eight though. The six just did not have enough power. No, and I even felt like when I had the eight. I wanted more. Yeah. So naturally, well,
0: I bought an 1100cc mm-hmm. motorcycle. Yeah, that Buell is just. No, 11, 1120. I don't even know. Le... 11 Bewell... something weird.
1: 1146. 11... 29, I don't I think. Mm. That thing's got some torque. But that's, yeah, you like know, it... I like when I jumped on my, my dad's bike that one time, it's, you know, an 1800, just kind of a cruiser, what V Star or something like this is what i want from now on i'm sick of you know my hands after a long road trip on my uh fc6 i'd like touch something and you still feel like a vibration a weird phantom vibration in your hand oh
0: yeah uh, there's that. a way to get around that like a lot of motorcycles like i know on the ktm rc8 which is like I think for the longest time has been named like the fastest street legal bike for a long time. I don't know if they make them anymore, but uh, the steer, the, the not steering wheel, but you know, the forks in attached to the handles themselves, not on either end, but in like in the middle, mm. there's a, a vibration dampener that's got a weight on it.
1: So it alleviates the vibration that gets to your hands. Well, they don't have that in a $3,000 FC6. <laughs> I no, can tell no, you that it much.
0: Wouldn't. <laughs> it wouldn't. I think it's mostly for racing
1: bikes, possibly. But you could add one, I think. Or just get a Harley. You, you could do that, too. Oh, man. Did you see that All right. that picture?
0: I'm looking right now.
1: I don't know. It's just something about them.
0: So before long, we should probably describe what this episode is. <laughs> Oh,
1: <laughs> I guess we didn't do that. Yeah, just no, kind of
0: I interrupted you. Improv, I can I can move audio around too. So,
1: right, yeah, just an impromptu. We're just kind of having a conversation. I mean, it's really what the uh, the show is kind of about. Um Obviously, this one's going to be a lot less structured than normal. We just didn't have any topics this week. We really didn't. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, Um, we
0: have some interest, but until, you know, like we're waiting for stuff on the James Webb Telescope to come out as they conduct their, I wouldn't say research, but, you know, their stuff with the telescopy. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're just kind of waiting for some of the stuff that we've talked about or some things that we've been tracking
1: to actually come to fruition. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um yeah, I've got just a whole bunch of tabs open on research and stuff that I was <laughs> looking up in preparation for the show. And it's just kind of all over the place, too. So um, we just ended up talking about motorcycles here at the beginning. So do you think uh, Sierra would ride on the bike with you? Uh, probably not. I don't know get if I did want to. Get rid of her the hip seat, man. <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
0: Actually, just yeah, just get rid of that backrest. I kind of like the silhouette or the shape of the seat on that. It's almost like see. Tron-like. Tron. Those, are some, those are some thick tires, dude. Those are big yeah. boys. Well, down in Texas, I
1: suppose. I don't know. That seems to be the track. I don't though, know, if, I don't know the... what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> know. Bigger is better in Texas. <laughs> Everything's bigger, that's for sure. Uh, 20, I don't know.
0: Miles, though. That's awesome.
1: Right? I don't even know. I mean, it seems like such a crazy price. I mean, just it's, you know, it's $9,000. And that's just probably because it's a 2014. But if it's, so... yeah. And somebody obviously modded it because that's not a 20, it, 2014 body style. Like the tires, for sure not. Mm-hmm. Um, and what else did they do to it? I don't know. That crankcase is probably original.
0: Right. The airbox is probably original. I don't know
1: about those handlebars, though. Yeah, somebody did something to it, that's for sure. But, I mean, with those thick tires, that seems to be... Even that one uh, one bike you were just telling me about, it, that's, they're shrinking down, they're, the bodies are getting shorter, and the tires are getting bigger. It's kind of like a retro back to um, the earlier, yeah, like 1940s. <clears throat> yeah, what is that? Cafe Racers. Cafe Racers, okay. Or, or uh,
0: another style. It's uh, style slash maybe a little bit of like a mentality or lifestyle. But people make bobbers; they're just shitty frames with a motors chucked into them. A lot of them don't even have rear suspension, and they just call them bobbers because they go from bar to bar.
1: Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, the
0: bike. Yeah, the bikers they just they just use it to commute around as they they meander and hang out in
1: different lo- locales. Yeah, I guess. Maybe um, maybe it's the way to go too with the gas prices too. But I, this thing probably only gets like twenty-five or thirty miles per gallon, anyways. You know, what oh, do you think I, it gets? I I'd bet that it gets at least thirty. I know I was getting like thirty-six on my FC six. I think yeah, I think I get like forty on my Buell, which is crazy because that's what I get in my car. <laughs> I get four. I get. Thirty-eight, in my car, which yeah, I, just, I don't understand that. My my
0: mini, since I got it back in February, I think February or March. Um, I've been getting like $28, 29 couple thirties, mm. but over You're Memorial Weekend, just, yeah, but over the Memorial Weekend, going out to the family cabin, uh, I got like thirty. Uh, 34 35 okay it's awesome
1: yeah I mean that's pretty good for you because you don't you don't drive drive like me like an old lady and yeah. lady, <laughs> yeah that was actually part of the problem on my uh my focus They're, they have some transmission issues but um, they also kind of learn how your driving patterns so I was having like a serious shimmy uh, switching uh, when it was shifting into second gear. And yeah. then um, I was reading some stuff online. It's like, no, you just got to gun it off the start and it'll correct itself after a while. And, and did it? Yeah. Well, Sierra took it out for a while. She was driving it to work and, <laughs> and I get it back. and like, hey, it shifts just fine. What <laughs> happened? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I see. Well,
0: Sierra is a prodigal NASCAR racer. You know, she just, <laughs> she's so, she kicks lead foot is she i've never been in the car with her
1: oh it's it's terrifying <laughs> it's just terrifying to watch taking off just whoa <laughs> pedal to the metal but yeah i i don't know um with the the gas prices too i actually just went to a gas station today um and they were sold out oh they were out of fuel sold out of gas yeah that's crazy isn't it crazy? It's kind of scary. Um, I mean, I, I talked to the guy uh, behind the counter, though, and I think he's the owner. But I'm like, so you just can't get me? And he's like, no, I just I underpriced it. <laughs> so he he was uh, charging, I think, yesterday or the day before he was charging four nineteen, And then he's like, yeah, I had a bunch of people come in here, and just swarm the place. And then I ran out of gas. So I asked one of them, or he said he asked one of the, the people, he's like, "What what's gas selling for up the street? It's like, oh, 449. So he was 30, 30 cents underpriced. This must have been a pretty small gas station. Yeah, it's pretty
0: small. Like non-franchise, because I think, I mean, I would think, because there's regulatory commissions that say like certain stations in proximity to others can't. Undercut by so many cents, mm-hmm. and I think they have like this centralized, probably portal where they go almost like I don't want to stay like the, say like the stock market, but I think that you know they can, you know, they all kind of hover around the same. Collude,
1: but they can't collude. They not can't collude, price not fix. Not collude, either, No, not price well, fix,
0: but like they can't. Right. Well, not, no, no station can go above. A certain amount go above by a certain amount you know and and by that i mean like a supply and demand dictated price
1: and i that was that was actually one of the topics i was going to research for the show that we yeah anyways i yeah i don't know i don't know how they do it because i asked him i said oh so you just underpriced it and he's like and I was like, but well, you don't have any control over that, right? And he's like, no, no, I do. I, you know, I was like, what? So you could have just raised the price? So I. That's, yeah, that's why I, I was I saying he must have works. been
0: a smaller station because he's not a franchise. Uh, so, you know, he's, he's essentially buying the fuel to
1: provide the service. Mm-hmm. And so maybe he's doing it off of his own uh, accounting, basically, like the price that right. he buys the gas. Whereas I think a lot of these places actually kind of project the current gas prices. So even if they buy it, if they buy it lower or buy it higher, they're just they're doing exactly like you say. There's some sort of um commodity pricing where they can just look at what the current price is today and set the rates. Um so they may be losing money, they may be uh you know, making a ton of money. But yeah, he was a I think I don't know, I, I didn't ask, but it's like a seven eleven, it's like a four pump gas station, so um he just lost lost some money but so it wasn't wasn't a shortage per se just a localized shortage yeah what what are gas prices up there right now?
0: um I don't I know what the gas price is at the mobile one up here by me. I came into town the other day and it was 470 something Ooh. yeah, I was surprised because it it went from like. Over the course of like 3 weeks, you know, it was like 390. Then the next time I went it was like 420. Then it was like 440. Mm-hmm. And then we came into town and it was like 470. I'm like, I'm I'm not
1: driving for a while. Yeah. This is stupid. <laughs> exactly. It's getting to that point, you know. Once you hit that $5 a gallon, but yeah, that, I don't and know. that's for regular.
0: I like yeah. to I always I like to put in at least the the next step up in my mini. mm mm-hmm. Mhm you know yeah four cylinder 16 valve twin turbo like you know i don't i don't want to choke it off
1: with that regular fuel dirty dirty gas you know yeah um i think too we we just saw a jump too over the the uh holiday weekend too because i think they switch over to a different brand of gas for the or not a different brand uh, different mix of gas for the summer. And I Is it think. like a blend? Yes. I think it's more expensive. Because it supposedly has less emissions. Um, But see. This, once again. We could have dug into this topic real deep. Well why do they do
0: that as opposed to. You know. Why do they do that in the summer as opposed to in the winter?
1: Um, People drive more. Go on vacations. Um, stuff like yeah, that. Okay. Yeah, that's that. Yep, checks out. That's logical, I think. <laughs> but I, I mean, that's never something I've really looked into, so I don't know. Um, I, I'm just trying to research right now, like how they price the gas. But I don't know if I'm going to be able to figure it out. In any,
0: I yeah, I have no clue. It seems incredibly geopolitical. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I mean the the price of the oil itself is going to be just. It's a world, it's a global market. Right. And there's going to be some places that are more expensive to get the gas to. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, obviously Texas, they produce a bunch of gas here and then they refine it here too. But, from the oil, oh, it's oil, crazy. The, pumps,
0: the, what do you call those? The, the oil platforms out in the Gulf?
1: Yeah, out in the Gulf. And then there's, um, I think oh, it's. Oh yeah, they the, got
0: pumps and they got pump fields, oil fields.
1: Yeah, the Permian Basin. I think it's called in West Texas. I think that's what it's called. Um, they produce a ton of oil out there, and then I drive down to I've driven down to Galveston a number of times, and you get near the the Gulf, and it's just oil refinery after oil refinery. It's like the entire shoreline is just <clears throat> uh, storage containers and refineries. But you know that oil is a lot of it's just getting shipped to different parts of the country or overseas. And it's basically whoever's going to pay the highest price. So, you know, gas is probably, I would imagine it's got to be the cheapest here, almost anywhere in the country. Um, but I don't know. I'd have to look that up too.
0: I think in other States it's hitting $5.
1: Oh, well in California, it's $9. California, yeah. mm-hmm. What? Yeah, shut mm-hmm.
0: the front door. Mm-hmm. That's, That's what I heard. Um, how much th- of that is affected by how many people are moving to electric?
1: I don't know. I I really you know, think you know
0: what I mean. <sighs> like the price, the price of electricity is a lot more stable than gas prices, and I feel if more people move to electric, the gas stations might be making up for how much less fuel that they sell by increasing the price. But what we were talking about, like the regulatory commissions, like are, they're not really allowed to do that.
1: Hmm. But yeah. it must
0: be, a, it must be a regional thing though.
1: It is. It's taxes. So, in California. So that price.
0: Yes. Yeah. That price is dependent on state taxes. Um, how, how, you know, the, the distribution lines, you know, if, if, California doesn't have a locally sourced fuel distribution plant or what, you know, I don't know how that fucking works, but you know, if they got a, the, the semi trucks that have these massive fuel tanks on the back of them have to drive farther to get to them in
1: the first place. That might increase prices too. Yeah. I I do think that is another big factor is just getting the, the gas to California. Just, because there's so many people there and then just the logistics of it if they don't have pipelines that are going over there like you said they got to yeah, haul it you got to go over a fucking mountain range Oh Do you hear that? No. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> this video just started playing. No, no. <laughs> uh I was just looking up the gas taxes in California. Um Looks like it's hmm might be a dollar plus a gallon, so that doesn't really explain the nine dollars a gallon. But yeah, you know. um, that's
0: another bike company, Victory. Oh, sorry, we got off of the bikes. Wow, well, yeah, I was looking at Triumph for a little bit. They got a nice, nice lineup. They got some classic styles. They got some roadster and street bikes. <clears throat> they have one called the Bonneville Bobber it looks pretty cool but I'm not one of those people who's just gonna bob around town you know and it doesn't have suspension like you you can see on the bike itself the, the rear axle is straight up part of the frame
1: so that's not gonna be very comfortable
0: yeah <laughs> to say the least ride it for a year and go to the doctor getting coccyx surgery <laughs> yeah oh, what can yeah. i do for you today oh, my coccyx my coccyx is, really coccyx is broken <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm pretty Never sure i broke it would be a my problem,
0: but i I'm, I'm damaging my tail
1: that's <laughs> <laughs> painful right I fell off of a, a roof onto a uh, metal gate, right onto my coccyx, and pretty sure I broke it because I was <laughs> wandering, just in severe pain for months afterwards. It was not fun. It hurts. Um, so thirty, forty, ninety dollar. It looks like. Like a dollar twenty a gallon, November of twenty twenty one, California. Just to wrap that up. Yeah, if I were to get like like I was saying, if I were to get another motorcycle, it would definitely be a Harley twelve hundred. But I've tried. Get a Vesper. A Vesper.
0: It's like a, oh. it's like a tiny little scooter from like the 80s.
1: Oh. <laughs> Vesper, scooter. No, I don't think I'm allowed anymore with the three kids. Um, basically, I've already seen... Ooh, let's see. One, two... I've seen f- three or four motorcycle accidents since I've been here. Wow. Where they're like scraping them up off the road. So... The bike or the good. person? Oh, the person. Oh. hmm Yeah. The, one with the road. One. With the... They're definitely... Um, there's crazy drivers down here to say the least. Oh, yeah. I know. Every once
0: in a while, I driving around town. Not you know where I live. I'm a little bit north of the metro area. But if I go anywhere near the metro area, see a Texas license plate, and you know, just barreling down the street, mm-hmm. like mad drivers.
1: No, they are. It's it's an absolute fact. It's like they they treat the the highways here like the Autobahn, pretty much. It's just the speed limit means nothing. What is what does Captain Barbosa say? They're more like
0: guidelines.
1: Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it's like. I not I think I can chalk that up to like that kind of freedom kinda anti authority mm, type yeah. mindset. Um, at least that's what I tell myself. Okay. So Gasbuddy says it's only six dollars in California right now. That sounds better. Yeah. I did hit nine though at some point. Um uh, Georgia has the cheapest prices. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Gas Buddy. National average is $4.91.9. 9
1: that is just insane.
0: Minnesota average is
1: $4.66. Yeah, that's what Gas Buddy yeah, says. Yeah, Isani County, 4 dollars Now you're giving away your location.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I already mentioned it, though. $4.73.8. <clears throat>
1: Yep, that's what Gas Buddy says, 470 for Minnesota. Jesus.
0: A year ago, the average was 284. Isn't
1: that nuts? I know. Yeah, and it's just, I can't imagine. Um, so I'm driving probably 100 plus miles a day for work, and... I've got this little, you know, I'm I'm getting about 37 38 miles per gallon, so I'm filling up I don't know. I guess you could do the math on that and check me on it, but it feels like I'm paying about $25 a day in gas. I cannot imagine. I can't imagine driving a truck like most of the other inspectors do. They've got, you know, like F150s or the yeah. Toyotas and Duramax. stuff, That's, Yeah, exactly. I can't imagine like a diesel. There's one lift. guy Yes. Massive tires. <laughs> yes. There is one guy who's got uh 350 Re- just. Replacing massive. their
0: bumpers with quarter inch steel.
1: hmm <laughs> So they can like decapitate, <laughs> decapitate people in cars like mine. Yeah. Just run over me. But no, I can't even imagine what what they're paying. I mean, if they're, let's say, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to do the math on it, but it's a lot of money. So, I mean, it's got to get to a point where people are just like, you know, like you were saying, just, I'm just not going to drive for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, But makes me think, I've been thinking real hard about getting a Tesla too. Because we do get reimbursed for mileage for work. Um, so it's like, I I'm probably making money on the gas at this point, but it'd be sweet to have a Tesla and just, making some serious money. I haven't priced out what the electricity would cost, though. Because, obviously, once you're charging that on a daily basis, it's like your uh, electric bill is going to go through the roof.
0: Yeah, and I think some of those cars take, like, four hours to charge. And and then you also have to, you know, if you're going to charge it at home, make sure that you have basically a dedicated circuit Mm -hmm. to charge your car in your garage. And you got to, on top of that, install the, I don't know if it's a charging station, but you know, you got to have a little, I don't know what goes into it. Probably some kind of like power regulator and then a juiced up cable that goes to your car.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. For
0: sure. And by juiced up, I mean, you know, a thick, a thick gauge and a special connector, I'm sure. Thick gauge cable.
1: Meaty one. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah. you'd have to you'd have to for sure like I mean, you're probably not going to be able to put another breaker in your circuit panel. So you might have to add like a
0: hatch um, panel, breakup
1: yeah, panel. Yeah, exactly.
0: That's what I did when I got a I got a hybrid uh water heater in my basement, so it's got mm. a heat pump and it's electric. Mhm. They're super nice, but living in a northern state where yeah, the heat pump doesn't work that often, I'd imagine. <laughs> uh, well, I can put it in heat pump mode, and it works fine. It just takes a long time to actually heat the water. Mm-hmm. The nice thing, though, is that it spits out cold air. Oh, okay. So it cools the house. But if you were in a southern state where I think a lot of people probably have their water heaters in their garage or somewhere else and other than inside, you know, take advantage of the naturally warmer ambient air outside. Mm-hmm. Heat pump would be fantastic. Suck it in that ninety degree weather. Mm-hmm. The ninety degree ambient air and yeah, yeah it work it'd work well for efficient. a water
1: heater but it doesn't work that well for AC, you know.
0: No. And like it's it's not yeah, it's not like an AC replacement. It's just you know like definitely makes the basement like a degree or two colder.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, well, I was just saying but, they do have heat pumps I was, here for yeah. whole house cooling and heating. Yep. Yeah. but
0: put that in your garage, maybe it wouldn't be so hot in there when you record. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I kind of like it. I'm getting used to it now. Just oh, yeah. it's like my asana, just uh, sweating it out, and it's prepping me for getting attics too because those attics are just getting ridiculous. <laughs> you got you know fifty oh, percent out your
0: keyboard with your sweat, man.
1: I know. Well, it's already broken, so not too worried. It's already broken. It is. The uh, a very specific pattern of keys don't work on a regular basis. So
0: That's annoying.
1: Yeah, it's very annoying. Um Yeah.
0: But you can always just plug a USB keyboard into it.
1: Which I, I have done that, but then I've only got like um what? I've got not enough USB ports, basically, sure. to run. Get a get a then,
0: USB dock, I, a yep. USB dongle.
1: Yep, I just did. I did that. So
0: you can get some. I mean, they they serve their purpose if you're just using it peripherals, mm-hmm. and you don't need to do a lot of data transfer. Mm-hmm. Those USB dongles are totally fine. Yeah, I got one I've, that does, I've got one on my desktop, my desktop, or yeah,
1: yeah. You don't need that for sure.
0: Well, so I have a server rack in my closet and I moved my, my primary workstation gaming. It's, it's my gaming computer. It's my workstation. It's what I use right now. We're using it. I'm using it right now. I actually put it in the rack in the closet and then I have a fiber optic line that goes from the closet to my desktop or to my actual desk, my office desk, which goes into a fiber optic. They call it Thunderbolt four dock. So it, Transmits data over fiber optic, but this thing only's got it's only got like three USB ports and one USB C port. Okay. Um. So I, I, yeah, I plugged in a USB dongle. Do you do that to the to the C? I just have a lot of stuff in the regular USB A.
1: Oh, I mean the dongle. Do you put the the dongle in the the C port, or Did you put it in the, the A?
0: No, it doesn't have a USB C.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Um, yeah, Terminator. I don't believe.
1: Oh yeah, that's the one I got. I got the the dongle. I would unplug it and check the
0: port right now, but that would mean that <laughs> my mic would stop. <laughs> <laughs> my monitors would turn off. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, don't do that then.
0: I will. I will not. Yeah. I yeah. Kind. I kind of thought that maybe today we would talk a little bit about Star Wars to check
1: to just to catch up, but we can. Uh, we yeah, we can. I just don't know how I feel about that episode. I'm still still kind of. Really? I thought it was great. No, it was awesome. It, it was awesome. The. well spoilers. Are we going to
0: spoil some stuff? Okay, so we'll again. <laughs> If you got this far in the episode, any of you guys listening, and uh, you haven't been caught up um, on the third episode of the Obi Wan Kenobi show, there may be spoilers coming. And again, in the description of the episode, I will put—I will have put—the uh, time that we talk about this. It's Might not be right now, but check it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to say. You know, I might spoil some stuff. I might be later, but...
1: Just spoil it all immediately. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, we said that last episode, and then we spoiled a little bit, and then we talked about the old Star Wars, then we spoiled a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) So the the, the range of spoilers also includes some general Star Wars conversation as well, and it was, I think, from, like, minute 18 to, like, minute 36.
1: Well, I guess... If anybody's listening to this and hasn't watched the Obi-Wan series, I don't know if they care that much about it. They might not, and that's that's a fine. Shame it's,
0: it's it's a <laughs> it's a listener's prerogative, you know, if you don't care. Like I personally love spoilers.
1: Yeah. yeah really? I, I I go back and forth. It depends on the show. With this yeah. one, I definitely didn't want to see any spoilers, but other ones it yeah, it kind of just Allows you to, I don't know, think about it before you watch it. And anyways. I
0: thought I thought it was really weird how they released the first two episodes on a Friday, and then and then they moved to a every Wednesday release for the next episodes.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know what that's about either. Which it technically
0: had... means midnight tonight. If I stayed up late enough, I could watch it.
1: Ooh, that's right. I forgot what day it is. <laughs> it's two, yep tomorrow's Sweet. Star Wars
0: Wednesday. I'm pumped.
1: Yeah, but um, so should we start talking about it? The yeah, yeah. Let's. Theater? I was
0: just thinking in my head about something that I saw, and I was like, "Oh, should I talk about that?" It's like, "Yes, yes, I do should it. talk about that." Because that' what
1: we're that's what we're doing right now. All right, do it. Go for it. What do you got? Oh, he's gone.
0: No, sorry. I just clearing my throat off, Mike. Um, well, this is. There's so much. Excuse me. There's so much stuff to talk about, but the one thing that sticks out to me and it's it's by far not even the most important thing to mention, but there's there's a scene where they go Obi-Wan and this uh this defecting imperial officer who is kind of part of like the network of saving people from the empire, most notably like Force sensitive people because that's who the inquisitors are targeting and it's not just jedi it's anybody who might potentially be a jedi or they just they also just want to get force sensitives because i think they're trying to recruit them Mm -hmm. so they they torture them they warp their minds or you know whatever they do they try to get them to do their bidding and stuff and if not i i don't know at some point in the scene they in the movie uh, show they they say nobody's ever seen again but they, they do make the distinction that some of them join and then the ones who don't, they never see them. So we can assume that either they're killed or much like in Mandalorian with Dr. Pershing, they're sub- subjected to
1: many tests
0: and nice. experiments.
1: It's how you make orcs. It's the same formula. Yeah, yeah. Tortured, orcs captured, orcs dead elves. Dead elves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they stole something from Lord of the Rings. But...
0: I'm sorry. Um, this particular scene that sticks out to me, or or this this theory, is that they're in this town on I forget the name of the planet. Forgive me. It's been it's been almost a week since since I've seen this. (laughs) Which every time I say it's been, it reminds me of that one song where they say it's been.
1: One week since I saw oh, you, or whatever the, the fuck it is. Yeah, bare naked ladies, or whatever that is. Bear, is
0: that what it is? Bare naked ladies. Uh, I think so. So I, I forget the name of the planet, but they go there, and Obi Wan has had to navigate the planet. Gets picked up by somebody who they think is friendly at first. They put on this little guise of, uh, you know, they make this backstory about Obi Wan is is Leia's father. They give themselves different names, uh, but then eventually they come up upon uh, Imperial checkpoint. And this guy who picked him up, he's a he's a weird looking guy. He's a big guy with like tentacles on his nose. Kind of looks Some like mold. he's got like Yeah, you look yeah, he's got like mole teeth. He's a burrower. His name is Frick. Uh he's an Imperial sympathizer, so he comes up on this checkpoint where we hear him say, like, hey, I thought you guys, you know, he's talking to clone stormtroopers. Thought you guys might want to check this these two out. I picked up, you know, and so really we see we see kind of I wouldn't say his two-facedness. He is a really kind guy, but he's incredibly loyal. So, you know, it's standard procedure for him. Mm-hmm. That's where Obi-Wan gets saved by this defecting uh, Imperial officer. And the part that I wanted to get to is eventually they go to this place, this this little uh, room in the side of one of these villages, and there's a robot in there, like a droid. I'm, I'm stuck saying I've... I've been stuck saying robot for the last few episodes because we did an entire episode on robotics.
1: <laughs> you just switched to droid from now on. Yeah, droid. <laughs> so
0: he's a droid. He's a uh, he's just a loader. He doesn't talk. So he's just on this automated protocol. He just lifts shit, moves it, repairs smaller droids and stuff like that. But for any Star Wars fans out there, if you you know the diehard ones, you probably know the channel. Uh, Star Wars theory on YouTube. I watch him quite a bit. And he brings up the point that. I can't remember if he said that he thought this or there is speculation out there, but the robot. Sorry, the droid. (laughs) Has behavior that you wouldn't normally see in a droid, for instance, in one scene, the stormtroopers come in and they start questioning him or is it was it the Inquisitors?
1: It was the stormtroopers.
0: It was the stormtroopers. They they're talking to him. They like, have you seen anybody come in and through here? And he doesn't talk, but so he's got his he's got his back facing away from these stormtroopers. And the scene kind of pans down a little bit behind the droid, and you see he's tightly clutching this this pretty burly looking mallet. Like mm-hmm. he's he's clearly indicating uh, body language and intention of deception and and potentially self-defense right not something a droid does um the theory is that that's not actually a droid if you look closely at his armor some of it just looks like repurposed like 501st uh clone trooper armor and that it might be rex in there from Uh, the clone troopers
1: interesting
0: and even at the end of the scene you see him helping uh, Obi Wan get off the ground after he uh That's... fights with Darth Vader.
1: I had not heard that, and I didn't even think about that, but that totally checks out because the when I, with that scene, my question was, why the heck does the droid need a hammer? Either you know, There's a yeah. big, burly loading bot; it could just take him out with its bare exactly. hands.
0: Exactly, like, and clearly during that questioning scene when the stormtroopers come in, he if he is a droid, is no longer following his automated repairing protocols, right? He's at that point being a host, or you know, he's interacting right. with the stormtroopers, so he should ostensibly just be standing there, uh, right. you know, taking in stimuli via conversation and, and visuals from the stormtroopers. But he's he's clearly, he clearly has, he has a contingency plan that if stuff goes south, he's going he's gonna to take this what probably is like a 36 ounce mallet and just impale these dudes' faces.
1: So forgive me for not knowing. I. Rex is ringing bells. He's a clone trooper? He,
0: yeah, he's one of the clone troopers from Clone Wars. Um, okay. He, yeah, you see him a lot in clone troopers working with Anakin and Obi Wan.
1: Okay, that makes sense.
0: He's part of the. I believe he's part of the 501st battalion.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, that that totally which, checks which, out.
0: Which, again, from the same source, uh, the YouTube channel, uh, Star Wars Theory. Yeah, uh, you know, subtle shout out. This channel is amazing. He does he does fan fiction videos that are like fully fledged out, fully fleshed out. Like, just looks amazing. Like alternative theories, like. Darth Vader and all this stuff and because it's based on Star Wars he can't make money off of it so he's doing this because he just loves Star Wars that much super fan this is his dude's livelihood his channel so go there check out his videos there's they're amazing he even does uh what he calls watch parties as each new episode comes out so as they air immediately He's got his stream open. He can't show the actual show, but he's got a timer. So he hits go, Ah. you hit go. You can watch simultaneously. He's got his, you know, his stream chat up. And I haven't watched a whole one of these. I haven't participated in this watch party, but um, the YouTube channels, the VODs, so to speak, they're, they're hours long. So he probably, after the episode is done, does a recap and you know talks through all these theories.
1: That's pretty sweet. I don't know how I feel about that. It's almost too much. I mean, I'm sh- What do you mean? Maybe I'll have to I'll have to watch some of these videos, but like having a watch party with this guy?
0: I mean, I- yeah. I mean, you don't have to subscribe to it. You just go to his channel at whenever the the show airs. That's cool. So there's most likely going to be one tonight, but you know, it's, I don't know what time zone he's in, but mm. I suppose,
1: um, is it, so it's live or is it a YouTube video? Cause you could just do it anytime you'd want. He right? does
0: it live on YouTube.
1: Oh, okay. I got And you.
0: then after he's done with his session, it immediately just gets turned into a, what they call it, a, a VOD. What is that? A video, a video, video on, on demand. demand. Yep. So, um, you know, at any point you can go back and watch them. But like I said, he doesn't show the actual show, so it, it, you, you'd almost have to like rewatch the episode with him because the big part is I would I would consider this guy to be like pretty much the biggest Star Wars fan out there.
1: It sounds um, like so it. it's
0: it's it's really fun to see his reactions as he's watching the show because you know he's having epiphanies or you know.
1: I like that. I like that theory, though. That makes so much sense. Because that was one of the, yeah. the little plot hole things. Because there were quite a few, too. I actually watched... A, I made the mistake of reading reviews. Like, a negative review of the the whole episode. It was titled, like... It was, like, the Everything worst episode it. that's ever been yeah. created. <laughs> All right, whatever. And I'm like, oh, I gotta read this. And I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have. Because... <laughs> There well, were some so, some things about the episode now that I can't unsee. Like what? Um. Well, a lot of things, but uh, I shouldn't even. I shouldn't. I shouldn't put this negative energy out there.
0: Yeah, do it. <laughs> Just makes the fans stronger.
1: Yeah. There you go. No, with that scene with the the mole guy with Frick. Yeah. Um, so first off the bat, the first thing I was thinking is they're riding along in this little vehicle. Then they, he stops to pick up some stormtroopers who are supposedly out looking for a Jedi. That's what they say.
0: So I thought it was funny.
1: Yeah. So it's like, what, why are you even bothering sending these guys out there if they don't have a description or anything? Like he's with a little girl, you know, he's his name, anything like that. Like, what are they doing out there? Who are they searching for? So on
0: the Empire's part, they should have, like, because on that, the planet they were on in episode two, they put out a bounty and his face was displayed. You're saying they should have, like,
1: sent that, sent that out to the other planets, too. Like, this is what he looks like. Exactly. Exactly. So they clearly didn't have that information. Um, Or maybe they're just, like, their visors really do make them that blind. (laughs) Uh, But no, I'm just kidding on that one. So I, I don't. I don't know what that deal was about. So that, I don't know. Maybe they were out searching for a different Jedi. That's a, a different hypothesis, I guess.
0: Um, so that was weird. Nah, possibly. I think they were most definitely looking for Obi-Wan though.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. So then they, once they get to that checkpoint and he pulls out the pistol, the blaster, and he takes out, what, four stormtroopers?
0: Yeah. Three or four. And a drone.
1: And a drone. Okay, so then the they get through that checkpoint and another vehicle pulls up with three stormtroopers.
0: Three stormtroopers and an Imperial officer.
1: Exactly. So
0: But my question is, who is driving that vehicle?
1: Right. Yeah, so it, it prob- I mean
0: it's understandable it could be automated. Right. Could be could be a futuristic autopilot.
1: My, yeah, my first thought was, of course, it's like an armored vehicle and it's got weapons on the exterior, so he's kind of hosed anyways. So, like, his only way out of it would be to pull out the lightsaber, which he definitely doesn't want to do because then the whole gig's up. But at that point, it's like they've already made him pretty much. I, I mean, maybe not. Maybe he thinks well, he's still yeah, the, not who he is.
0: Well, the 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 probe droid, which mm-hmm. I called a drone a little bit ago, but, the, but it's the probe droid like you see on Hoth. Yep in the original trilogy had identified his face and it had already sent a message to the inquisitors of a, a positive match.
1: Right. So why didn't he whip out the lightsaber and kick some butt with that second group um, or even the first group? Uh, And then, and then he's like basically laying down on the ground to surrender to them and he's still had his pistol point at him. His, and he had his, his last trigger. I was exactly. waiting for him to shoot. And me yeah. too. I was just like, of course he's going to shoot as soon as they walk up. Uh, so that was kind of, you know, it's like, like I don't know. They could have had him do more in that scene. Like take well, one of them see. out. She could have taken the other one out. Um. Any well, number of combinations. He didn't
0: know that she was on his side though.
1: Well, of course. I mean that would have so been a So this cool defecting this her. defecting
0: imperial <laughs> agent, or not agent, but officer, is the one in this this little Right. What do you want to call it? Like unit unit carrier.
1: Yep. So I mean that would have been a cool twist to see he, he blasts her, but that's stupid. So um I mean he could have blasted one of the other ones and then she you know, blasts the other two, and then says, "Wait, I'm on your side," or something like that. It was just kind of a weird way to do that scene, where he's surrendering, but he's it. still pointing the blaster at him. Did he? I liked it. No, did he somehow know that she was on his side? I I don't know.
0: No, I think I think he was literally about to pull the trigger. Okay. And I really got that feeling. I was like, he's going to pull the trigger. Yeah. And then when I heard blaster fire, right? Because because this imperial officer. She shoots the the three stormtroopers in the back.
1: Right. I'll have to watch um, it again because you're probably when, right. When
0: I first heard blaster fire, I was like, oh, he did it.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Wait, it didn't come from his gun.
1: Right. No, you're probably right. I'd probably have to watch it again because that's exactly what I thought, too. It's like he's surrendering, but he's laying down and pointing the blaster at them with his finger on the trigger. It's like, why aren't they shooting him? Or why? Yeah, it was, it was interesting. Well,
0: I really like that scene that you you first recapped where they're in the back of uh, Frick's transport. Mm -hmm. The stormtroopers come on and they're like, you know, hey, how are you guys doing? And, you know, Obi-Wan and Leia, they make up names and give this backstory saying that they're farmers from uh, Tall, some planet Mm -hmm. called Tall. And they're like, oh, why are you here? It's like, oh, this is where I met my wife and just wanted to bring my daughter here to see where, you know, see where... My wife grew up and she's no longer with us, blah, blah, blah. And then the stormtroopers are like, well, we're looking for a Jedi in the area. Do you guys know anything? No. And Leia starts questioning them. And <laughs> and I think this is why this is funny, because I think he's this not Obi-Wan directly. He kind of is, but, you know, to his demeanor. He's not one to make a joke in front of his enemy, but... um. This scene is making fun of the Empire because he goes, uh, I can't remember what she, what name she gave herself. I don't Was remember. It? it wasn't Luna. That's it Harry Potter. L. Yeah, I thought so. But he goes, you know, whatever her name is, let them do their job. They know what they're doing. Right. <laughs> it's funny because he, he's sitting right in front of them. He's right. the Jedi they're looking for. And he's just like, they know what they're doing. They're experts. Yeah.
1: It's just kind of just illustrating how incompetent that they, they really exactly. are. Exactly, yeah. They're out there yes. searching all day for they don't even know who. <laughs> right. And then they find him. He's right in front of them talking to him, and they don't even know it's him. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah, and then he well, accidentally calls her He even her accidentally Leia calls Leia. Yeah, yeah, he
0: accidentally calls her Leia, and they go, wait, you said her name was this. And he goes, I'm sorry, it's been tough right that was her mother's name she's no longer with us
1: (laughs) which somehow they're quick enough to remember that that wasn't her name (laughs) in the first place but they're still just complete yeah totally out of the loop as far as everything else goes like (laughs) i don't know
0: oh and even before that so they're walking through this like what apparently used to be like a very flourishing planet now it's just kind of like meandering hills and slopes and stuff and it's just prairie grass everywhere there's like no buildings or people Mm -hmm. almost like not a desert but a little bit farther of like a the north of what a, a desert climate would be so maybe like a montana type of thing
1: right
0: um he he has a hallucination where he sees anakin as anakin Standing out in the field, looking at him, but he's Mm -hmm. still clearly like he's the Anakin after the Palpatine convinced him to become his apprentice. Yeah, and there's a good minute where he's just staring at him. That's probably not a minute, but it's a while.
1: Yeah. So Um, he's
0: speculation. Is he? Yeah. Is he having like PTSD flashbacks, or is he feeling guilt, or is this the Force showing him something, or is it um, Darth Vader using the Force to? you know, essentially
1: tell him he's coming, coming. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Projective vision to him. And then like, what are you looking at? And he goes, he looks back over and there's nothing. He goes, nothing. I'm not looking at anything.
1: I like the angle where it's, it's PTSD because he just, you know, once they got on that little automated transport to get to that planet in the first place, he's sitting there thinking about like, Oh, You know, Anakin's alive, and he's Vader, and he's go having flashbacks and hearing stuff. So I think it's like the it's the PTSD kind of manifesting itself, and then once he gets there, he's still recovering from that a little bit. So he's seeing visions. And yeah,
0: because even even in like the first episode, or I think yeah, the first episode before he even knows Vader slash Anakin is still alive, he's having dreams Mm -hmm. and having trouble sleeping and having. You know, he's essentially reliving the events of episode three.
1: Right. And, you know, that kind of goes along, too, with him not using his lightsaber and not using the force. Because it's kind of like, it's just (laughs) too much PTSD for him. Um, Yeah. So that goes hand in hand with him, obviously not wanting to be noticed, but... um, yeah, I can't decide which it is because he's obviously just resorting. He's got his lightsaber right on his his hip. But it's like when is he going to use it? He's just going around using the blaster. Is that because he's afraid well, to I use he... it, or is it because he just doesn't want to be spotted? But
0: I don't think he wants to be spotted. Okay. But... Also,
1: oh, go ahead.
0: I I think he's still not the Obi Wan we know. Despite having to go to a different planet, he did use the Force. He rescued Leia. You know, back to his old. His old antics, where he, 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 you know, goes and does this crazy heroic mission type scenario. Mm-hmm. But he's still not himself.
1: Oh, for sure not. Because, and we, the next we, part... we
0: yeah. <laughs> What's the next part?
1: <laughs> What's the next part? Well, I think.
0: I've been talking a lot. You can talk. Oh,
1: it's, it's fine. Um, well, uh, so they get, once that, uh, officer shoots the three stormtroopers they get in the transport with her go back to like a little village and basically she has this little smuggling smuggling den uh that mm-hmm. we've we've kind of talked about where they had the the uh, loader bot in there as well who most likely is not a loader bot now so it's, it's essentially
0: like the star wars version of an underground railroad
1: yeah that's exactly what it is it's got a little secret room in the back and then a, a tunnel mm-hmm. leading out to somewhere a landing pad or Somewhere else, but um, and then well, you should you should cover that part because he sees the inscriptions on the wall when they're in there changing into different, uh, yeah, yeah, because I don't don't know this guy, like, I don't know, he's in Clone Wars, Uh, yeah, I know, I it's been years since I've seen that, I don't think I watched it all, but but the the he basically looks at inscription, he's like, what's his name was here, and it's like, oh, yeah, he's been helping smuggle people. So they're basically introducing another Jedi that survived Order 66. And I did read about him a little bit after that because I had no memory of who he was. But, I mean, it's just a simple Google search. Um, so I think he's going to play. He's going to make an appearance in this for sure. And then um, I think he's going to make an appearance in that uh, Ahsoka series that's going to be coming up.
0: Yeah. So they're so they're in this uh, this back room that's hidden. So the, uh, this is a back room that's in the room of the, the repair droid that I was talking about, who had the hammer, who was not acting like a droid. Mm-hmm. Um, they go in this back room, and there's inscriptions all over the wall, indicating all of the people who have been there, leaving messages of hope. You know, all the people that this, this uh, secret agent or double agent, this defected Imperial officer has helped save mm-hmm. um there we also see the jedi order logo i'm trying to find exactly what the inscription said but it was from the jedi quinlan boss mm-hmm. and if you're not familiar with who that is he's in clone wars he's more of like a nature type jedi you know he's got He's got, like, native... Um, it almost looks like Native American paintings on his face, and he's got, like, leather pelts, and, you know, he's very, very one with nature. Um, it was not clear if he survived Order 66, but he sees this inscription on the wall. Man, what the hell did it say? It's not in this article I'm reading, but... There's something about closing it says, your uh, eyes and... Only when you close your eyes can you truly see... Can you truly see? Yeah. And then it's signed by Quinlan Vos. So we have... We have confirmation that Quinlan Vos survived Order 66. And then I think at that point, Leia goes, what do you mean? See what? And then he says, the path.
1: Mm-hmm. Jocko line.
0: And, and that the path part is not actually in the inscription on the wall. So that harkens back to probably some interaction between Obi-Wan and Quinlan Boss in the past, where that's probably something that Quinlan used to say.
1: Right. So is he going to be played by Jocko? Jocko Willink?
0: Willink? I don't don't know why. That's what a survivalist?
1: No, (laughs) No, that's what Jocko always talks about is the path. (laughs) It's basically uh, just, I don't know, organizing your life, (laughs) exercise, diet, all that good stuff. Yeah,
0: I suppose I'm not too familiar. I know who he is, but... It's just... Yeah. And then, so there in this back room then there's yet another hidden panel where it opens up to the panel or it opens up to the tunnel that goes out to this landing port or this you know this port where um it's said that somebody's waiting for them to take them away to safety but their timeline has been increased because uh inquisitors have started to coming into the city at this point <clears throat> followed by uh Darth Vader so in the scene Everybody's lining up in like the, the common area of the city, but they're all like spaced out. Like they're all, they go to both both sides. You know, they're on the sides of this common area, almost in like deference because Vader's walking through. So they don't want to get in his way and they're showing, they're showing loyalty. Nobody's talking. They're just, you know, straight backed at tension. Meanwhile, Darth Vader walks through and he's, he's randomly, he just uses the force to like randomly pull this person down to their knees and out of the ground. He's dragging them across the dirt. Um, some guy speaks up and he uses the force to push him against the wall while force choking him. His kid comes out of the door and he immediately just snaps the kid's neck with the force. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just brutal. Vader's pissed. Um, Vader's pissed. And as he's walking in, um, Obi-Wan feels his presence. You know, he, much like he did in the end of episode two, where he's just sh- he's got shock on his face because the Inquisitor, uh what Riva, mm. Riva or Riva, had just told him that Anakin was still alive. Much like that, except in this instance, he walks to the front door because there's these little metal slits or these are slits cut out of the metal door. He can look out. Oh, excuse me. And uh, he sees Vader for the first time in his suit, right? And he's watching Vader do all this.
1: <clears> then <throat> he wants to just go out and have a little chat with him.
0: Yeah, <laughs> did he say something like that. like that? Um, he said, "Um, go on, take Leia, get to the uh, you know, I'll be right behind you." Mm-hmm. And he, there must be, there must have been another door in that building they were in because. He, you just see a scene where he he walks away, but then the next scene he's like hiding in an alleyway behind a couple of boxes observing Vader from afar.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But Vader feels his presence and turns his head really quick and looks where he's at. Uh, but by the time he looks, uh, Obi-Wan's gone. So Obi-Wan is now likely trying to go to the landing pad to where he's supposed to meet Leia and this Imperial officer. I can't remember her name. She does tell us her name. And at this point they've changed clothes and trying to blend in.
1: Yeah. And so that, so the, the impression right off the bat is that he realized, cause he could feel Vader's presence. He's like, well, he probably feels my presence too. So that was kind of one of my thoughts is he was trying to lead him away from Leia, So basically just act as bait. So he's out running around and Vader's actively going after him. He doesn't know, leia is there at all so you know he's acting as a diversion but it almost seemed like he wasn't because then you you mentioned that too he ran out the back door just to see him and then you were thinking that he was going to the landing pad just by a different route Um, but that that wasn't my impression the first time i watched it the first time i watched it is he was legitimately running somewhere totally different just to act as bait because he knew Vader was tracking him. Um, and he was just terrified out of his mind is what it kind of it seemed like. Yeah, I
0: don't. well, I don't think Obi-Wan wanted to bait him into a personalized.
1: Oh, for sure not. He wanted to get away too. But, but...
0: Vader clearly made that happen. Right. I don't think Vader wanted to um, ha- have an encounter with Obi-Wan in front of anybody as well. I think this was very much a, he wanted it one-on-one.
1: Right, that's true. But, you know, just the, the terror, you know, Obi-Wan running around in the dark, he's just spinning around and looking over his shoulder, and he knows Vader's chasing him down, So, but he's terrified. That's mm-hmm. That was my takeaway. He was just, he's, I don't know, terrified over the confrontation, or just terrified because he knows Vader's going to just totally, you know, own him if I, actually...
0: I think it's both. Because mm. I think he's... I think Obi-Wan feels an immense amount of guilt. He mm-hmm. he puts a lot of the situation in the galaxy on his own shoulders because he probably believes that if Anakin hadn't turned, you know, they would have apprehended Palpatine and life would be better right now.
1: Right. But- so he
0: feels guilt. But then on top of that, you know, he thought that he killed Anakin. So at the same time, this is you know, he's probably got so many things going through his head on top of fear, like this is Anakin. Maybe he's changed. Maybe I can talk to him. Tell him I'm sorry. Maybe.
1: Mm -hmm. But yeah, but I don't know that. I mean, I just thought they did a really good just because, you know, just his emotions and the way he was acting in that, that scene running around in the dark. It's like that. It really just kind of encapsulated a lot of that, that emotion and that uh, just confusion. He he was
0: like a self-aware chicken with his head cut off. Exactly.
1: And he's like pulling out his lightsaber, you know, towards the end there just to, to use it as light it almost looked like
0: yeah it didn't seem to work very well in fact maybe it was just what i watched the episode on i watched it on my computer maybe
1: my lighting wasn't that good but when he turned on his lightsaber i couldn't see a goddamn thing exactly no that's exactly exactly it like it looked like he was trying to use the lightsaber to light up his path so he could see in the shadows but mm-hmm. as soon as he did that it just completely blacked out and it just all you could see is his face and right. so it kind of made it more terrifying. I think that's what they're it's trying to do. It's like a Blair Witch Project exactly. type, type scene. Yeah. shaky flashlight up this
0: naughty nose.
1: <laughs> it's like a shaky cam, him running around the dark. He's just absolutely terrified of Vader. Yeah. That's what I got out of that. But Because, uh, yeah, he's just, he just lights it up to look around, but it doesn't work. And, and he did that a couple times, I think. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then eventually, yeah, Vader just kind of like just tailing him. Yeah. Saw him twice. I I don't
0: I don't think he knew that Vader was following him though, because the first scene that it's almost like they were in like a what do you want to call it? Like a a refinement area where they have conveyor belts and mm-hmm. piles of refined pebbles almost like yeah how, like a
1: gravel pit
0: like a like yeah a gravel pit or like taconite almost like how we have refined taconite for laying the beds for railroads and stuff mm-hmm. um, it seemed like he he was moving in one direction like he was he was going somewhere not like he was waiting but then vader surprises him
1: yeah Right. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I th- I just thought he was running away from Vader, and he knew he was following him. Because he, I mean,
0: he, yeah, he could have. I don't know.
1: Because then he like he sees him once, and Vader doesn't light up his lightsaber, I think, and then Obi Wan just turns and books it, and then he you know basically like runs around another corner, and then Vader's there and with his lightsaber,
0: which is really impressive. mm Hmm. Those those big clotting boots he's got. Mm-hmm. How much his suit must weigh? You don't hear. Exactly. You don't hear somebody of that mass clomping around. Exactly. He's just there. That's why yeah. I was
1: thinking he was toying with him. He was like using the force to like float or something, you know, be on one side it's and possible. then be on the other side. Um, and it's probably you know that could be another reason why Obi Wan's so afraid is Vader's using the force to instill that fear in him. So that could be like a callback to where he sees the vision is that Vader's in his mind already, just instilling that
0: fear. I think Obi-Wan's in his own mind. (laughs) Okay. You know, I mean... It's a fair point. I don't know exactly what that means, but he's definitely psyching himself out.
1: For sure. For sure. Yeah.
0: And and so they do eventually kind of come to a a head, you know? Vader shows that you're probably not going to be able to run away. So he does ignite his lightsaber, as we mentioned. And they do have a little bit of a battle. And Darth Vader just, just toys with him.
1: Mm-hmm. You can see the strength. is just like, you know, Obi-Wan's like barely able to deflect.
0: Yeah. And it, and it, I think that's both showcasing Vader's strength and rage over the last 10 years that he's built up. And, and he's probably even stronger now. Mm-hmm like way stronger than he used to be. So it's showcasing how much stronger Vader is now. And it's also showcasing how much Obi-Wan has just kind of lost his, his ability or his, his finesse or, yeah. you know, skills.
1: Yeah. So that, that my thought process seeing that, that duel. It, it and wasn't I think really that's a why duel. he doesn't
0: use his lightsaber in the first three episodes, really. Right. He's like, well, what the fuck do I do with it? It's just a light bulb.
1: Exactly. So that's kind of my thought too, is thinking just about lightsaber duels in general, as far as the Jedi goes, it's such an impractical weapon, right? Because you could just easily cut your hand off or just injure yourself. So I think using it requires a lot of force to actually make it an effective weapon. So the,
0: it, it, at, yeah, at the very least, if not focus yes, and determination, focus, of which we strength, know he does not have.
1: Yes. So he's basically using the lightsaber and not using the force. And Vader right. has got his suit, so he's way overpowers him, and he's also obviously able to use the force at this point in time. So that, it's like that's kind it's of like
0: wielding a taekwondo bamboo stick and not really knowing what you're doing.
1: Exactly. And the other guy's got a sword, you know. <clears throat> um but that's that's kind of what it looked like to me, is that Obi Wan's just not using the force. Um He's just got the lightsaber just kind of, you know, just to defend himself, sort of. But it looked like Vader could have just easily defeated him at that point. You know, just disarmed it, which he did, didn't he? Didn't he disarm him and force push him across the the gravel? I
0: think He did not. He pushed him, but he still had his lightsaber. He still had his
1: lightsaber in his hand. Yeah.
0: The only time he disarmed him is when he kind of force him into a dead end Mm -hmm. and use the force. I don't think he was actually choking him though. No. He was suspending him. He might have been doing a light crush on his body overall because he did look like he was in pain kind of but he yeah he dropped his lightsaber in that scene.
1: Right. And that just goes to show show right there. You know it's like Vader's using the force. Obi-Wan is not at all I think because you know he should be able to defend against the force push and the suspension and just being thrown around um, with his own force power. I mean, you kind of saw that when they battled on Mustafar, you know, there's that scene where they both like try to force push each other and, you know, whatever their hands are like outstretched towards each other, but they're basically you both using the force equally and opposite. And then they get blown apart or whatever. But, you know, this clearly Vader's just, toying with him and knows it and <laughs> yeah so he throws him and then he suspends him and then he lights a fire somehow um and then he i mean starts dragging obi-wan it looked the like a,
0: looked like he he broke open uh a, a case or a storage box of refined like like flammable fuel cells or something probably used for stoking the fires to refine whatever they were mining mm-hmm. but it's like a yeah, it was in a solid state, and when he did that, I don't know if he used the Force to manipulate the spread, how, you know, where they would land on the ground, but, you know, it falls all over the place in front of him, and then he lights it with his lightsaber.
1: Yeah, right, right. That's what he did. So it's like he's... Yeah, so basically, that's... you see his his intentions there is he just wants to, you know, get revenge on Obi-Wan and basically just burn him alive kind of the same way, but not kill him.
0: Cause, yeah, because that's, that's what he believes Obi-Wan did, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's when he like... was on the... the... <laughs> the the side of that lava river he he wasn't even in the lava and he was starting on fire mm-hmm. so you you see that Vader is uh, what do you want to say not ironically not iconically but you know vindictively putting yeah. Obi Wan through a symbol of pain that he went through because he exactly. slowly Uses the he f- uses the force to slowly drag him closer and closer to the fire, and then he he's actually in the fire, and yeah.
1: And you you can I
0: think Vader says some stuff there. He too. He does too.
1: He says something. He my I don't remember something what, what he, he said, but it, my impression was he was going to not kill him, take him back to his lair, and basically torture him for an extended period of time. Um, that was my impression. I don't remember what he said exactly. Yeah,
0: Vader definitely didn't want to kill him. Mm-hmm.
1: You wanted to basically make him go through the same ordeal that he had gone through over the past 10 years being burnt and then being put in a suit and having experiments done on him and whatever else you know had been happening to him Uh, yeah because you and then yeah go ahead
0: in the in the first encounter before they get to this like dead end and he does all this stuff they they have like three encounters Mm -hmm. before this Mm -hmm. one where he you know Vader just surprises him and then Obi-Wan tries to run away. And then two, when he actually pulls out his lightsaber and when he pulls out his lightsaber, Vader's got his admitted to and Vader's just standing there stoically, you know, like he does in his suit. He's just, it's almost like he's, it's almost like he's got a metal pipe strapped to his back and he's just, you know, straight edged. Uh, But Obi-Wan is, you know, he's, he's not necessarily in a offensive stance he's very much defensive like he's just reading the body language he's backing up slowly he's very scared but he says what have you become oh. and then vader says i am what you made me
1: mm-hmm. right yeah that was
0: so then i think that's the beginning of the dialogue where you you realize vader is really just going to try to put obi-wan through what he's been through you know he's going to burn him he's going to torture him yeah, all that
1: because he obviously blames Obi Wan for everything that happened to him, including Padme dying and everything. The yeah, burning. And- I almost
0: wish. I almost wish that after he said, "I am what you made me," Obi Wan would have said, "What would Padme think right now?"
1: Oh yeah, that would have been ah missed opportunity.
0: Maybe, but you you got to think Obi Wan. You know, he, again, he's out of his element. We're really. You really got to take it from his point of view, not just the, the theatrics, you know, that right. it would have been a nice line, been probably would have made Vader really angry, but I don't think that's what Obi-Wan is thinking about. He's still guilt ridden. Mm. He's as much in pain over it as Vader is, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, it's almost like Vader's kind of deciding what he's going to do with him at this point because he doesn't necessarily know that Obi-Wan was alive until recently either, right? Um
0: I think he knew he was alive because nobody during and after order 66 had reported that they they captured or killed obi-wan right so he, he just didn't know where he was well, so he's been stewing about this for 10 years probably thinking about it every day what he's gonna do
1: mm-hmm. yeah so he but he didn't know he didn't know that he was alive he just knew that he wasn't well i should say it the other way around
0: that nobody had an account of yeah him he yet. just
1: knew he wasn't uh, accountably dead but he could have easily been dead right um so i mean it, it almost you know him standing there st- like stoically just and i think i think he took a second before he ignited his lightsaber too maybe i'm making that up but then just before you know then obi-wan's like what have you become or whatever and just, i think he's deciding like what oh he's alive and now what am i going to do now what am i going to do to him i don't know I'm sure, though. I think, like he's, said, he's, I think he's assessing
0: Obi-Wan's abilities. Yeah, you're right. That's probably more he's likely. He's just slowly following him, realizing mm-hmm. he's just a, he's just a rat in a cage at this point. There he's... you
1: go. I like that assessment much was it, better. Was that,
0: was that a Smashing Pumpkins reference?
1: A rat in the cage, yeah. Ma- little butterfly cage. wings.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was pretty epic, and though, then, honestly.
0: As I mentioned, this droid who... There's a theory that he's Rex, mm-hmm. or I mean, is it possible that he's just programmed to be more than a loader? I guess, but the armor definitely looks like repurposed five hundred first.
1: And then the hammer. The hammer to me was a big
0: yeah. Thing. The hammer. Yeah.
1: Tell. It's like why would a droid that could lift thousands of pounds need a hammer? Unless he's just you know they're just trying to illustrate that he's got some sort of personality as a right. droid, but.
0: Or some kind of allegiance. Right, exactly. One way or the other.
1: Exactly. So it was just a prop for um,
0: us. This is... So he so he's dragging Obi-Wan through this fire, and he's saying something like, you're... I don't know. This is the beginning of the pain you're going to endure. Mm-hmm. I think he said something kind of like... Something to let you th- know that he's putting him through the pain that he first had on Mustafar. Um, but then... While this is going on, Leia convinces this Imperial officer, because they're they're going through these tunnels and they're trying to get off to this pad, Leia convinces her to go help Obi-Wan. Leia's like, I can find my way, don't worry about it. Meanwhile, the Inquisitor Riva finds these hidden rooms, finds the tunnel. Uh, the Imperial officer goes off and she knows the city pretty well. One would understand. Mm-hmm. Um. And she kind of hides up on this hillside or like this mound of whatever or that they're refining and is watching this happen. And she, it seems like Darth Vader, Darth Vader pushes him out of the fire. So indicating like, I'm not going to let you just burn here. So he pushes him out. And then I think Darth Vader like puts out the fire with the force, but then Reva shoots a, a stormtrooper, and then she shoots another one of those f- the the big storage unit that has the flammable material in it, mm-hmm. causing a much bigger fire that the stormtroopers can't see through and don't want to walk through. Right. Meanwhile, the angle of the camera is kind of above the scene. Now you see this droid helping Obi-Wan get to his feet and take him away. Mm-hmm. And I believe the scene ends. No, the scene doesn't end there. Uh, Riva catches up with Leia. Yeah. Kills the kills the person, the contact that's supposed to take them out of there. You see his dead body laying there because, you know, Leia walks in and then looks over and there's a dead body and then Riva's, you know, saying whatever like, "Oh no, uh, your contact couldn't make it, but I can, I can help you." Yeah. And then you just see Leia run, and then the scene ends. And I believe that this next episode is probably going to start with either it's probably going to start with leia doing one of those ridiculous run scene, running away yeah. scenes where it seems like Our, nobody can catch her <laughs> under trees she can't run fast but yeah she <laughs>
1: she's like well just 10 i guess
0: yeah it's i mean yeah she's gonna run away sure she's got the force that she may or may not know that she has mm-hmm. but it guides her she's gonna get away probably and uh it's going to look ridiculous because <laughs> probably the Inquisitor's not going to be able to catch her. <laughs> I don't know. But I don't actually... Vader doesn't give a shit about Leia. That was Reva's plan. Yeah, he The Inquisitors don't even want her. She, they just use her as bait. So mm-hmm. I actually think that if they catch her, they're going to return her.
1: That's what I was thinking too. That's exactly what I was thinking when they were trying to escape on that planet in the previous episode They, um, where Obi-Wan goes and rescues her in the first place. It's like, he could just like her out to the stormtroopers probably I mean before the inquisitors got there and they'd probably just return you know return her to the organas but yeah you're right
0: because what was it the first brother no the uh, grand inquisitor when he finds out what she did mm-hmm. Riva I mean uh yeah he's like says like you, <laughs> you kidnapped a you know Senator's daughter what are you doing we don't need to create this kind of problem like yeah. They don't want her full time, you know, they return her, I think.
1: Yeah, I think that's a distinct possibility because that that seemed like kind of a plot hole. It's like as long as Reva specifically doesn't have her, then she seems like she's pretty safe. Um, But yeah, so as long as she escapes, but I don't know if she will. I think she's going to get captured or some there's going to be some sort of antics there where she's got to use the force to escape. Like you were saying, either by running or by like pushing her or something. Cause it seems like too dramatic of a setup to just have her run away. We'll see.
0: So the, the biggest plot hole that I've been seeing people complain about, and this happened in episode two where Reva killed the grand inquisitor. Mm-hmm. Well, the grand inquisitors and in rebels.
1: Oh, so he's after.
0: So he, so he can't be dead. But people are like, but she stabbed him. She killed him. Um, an important thing that, again, uh, the YouTuber who runs Star Wars Theory mentioned, uh, the Grand Inquisitor is a species called the, well, he's a Powin, but also known as the Utapan's mm-hmm. Utapan's. They're, you know, gaunt, long-langed humanoids from Utapa, And he mentioned they actually have two stomachs
1: and it's not like as a species. if he just had one stomach and he got stabbed it seems like they'd be able to fix him anyways but yeah
0: yeah possibly but it was you a know,
1: clean wound cauterized straight through and through
0: yeah right so i don't know i think he's still alive i think you're right a little bit a little bit of time in a back to tank and you'll probably be fine they
1: built him up way too much to have him just be killed that quickly for sure. I mean, just... Well, right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and by the timeline and canon, he's mm-hmm. still alive later on, so... Yep,
1: yep. Yeah, I agree with you there. So then, what's gonna... Reva's gonna have to go on the run, or whatever her name is. Riva. She's gonna have to... Because now, I mean, she's been fired ostensibly. Well, then... I forget the timeline. She's basically fired, but then she went directly to Vader and got his approval to... Um, basically yeah up she, the she tried to
0: convince everybody that obi-wan killed the grand inquisitor mm-hmm. and then vader goes i don't care about the grand inquisitor obi-wan is your only focus now and then alleges that he's using the force to probe her mind or he says i've been watching you i know what you want he says if you can get me obi-wan kenobi the title of grand inquisitor is yours right and then there's a power struggle between her and the fourth sister fifth brother seventh dog, you know, whatever they call themselves. <laughs> yeah. And she's, you know, goes in there and says like, send all the, all the probes that we have. And the fifth brother or whatever uses the force to pull her down and almost smacking her face on the table. And there's a power struggle. And then she says, well, I went straight to Vader. This right. Like you can do what you want, but you really want to disobey him.
1: <laughs> so that is gonna So it is going to be interesting one way or another When the, when the grand inquisitor reappears, if he does in this series, Like, what what that's going to look like. Because, I mean... I think he will. She's got to get exiled at some point from this uh, little team. Either she does or he does. Because they're not going to really coexist after this happened, right? You can't just...
0: Yeah, I think she's going to get killed.
1: You think she's going to get killed?
0: Yeah, one way or another. Yeah. Or she's going to run away. Yeah. She might might realize that... Because I was wrong. When you mentioned the opening scene mm-hmm. of the Obi Wan Show series, yeah, you you said those younglings running away. Are we trying to? Are they trying to tell us that they became inquisitors? Yeah, she actually was one of those younglings.
1: Yeah, that's I for sure. Yeah, yeah, picked up on that.
0: Yep, I didn't realize that.
1: Because oh, when she's also when she gets into that little underground railway, um, the little smuggling hole that they go through. Um, she sees the Jedi symbol on the wall and then like yeah, the reaches out symbol. for it. Yeah. Just about touches it. And then like I think she's away. gonna
0: realize that she is not pursuing what she actually yes. wants. I think she's I think she's gonna
1: There is good in her <laughs> maybe. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. Something. She might have some sort of redemptive storyline here. Possibly. Because yeah. the Grand Inquisitor or, is alive, right? So, and he's still evil later we're assuming.
0: on. Yeah,
1: but he's still evil in the the later series, right?
0: Oh yes, yeah, he's not changing.
1: Right. So he
0: actually he actually used to be one of the Jedi Temple guards. He had oh, the really? the whole on. He had a yellow lightsaber. He was one of the protectors of
1: something. Hmm. That's interesting. It's got to play in somehow. Yeah, Cool man, I'm excited. Let me look at that. Very excited to see it. I he forgot a, a it was a temple cool guard. Wow, well, oh, what's that?
0: <clears throat> yeah, he was a temple guard. Okay, he was involved in the events surrounding the bombing of the Jedi Temple during Clone Wars, arresting the innocent and later exonerated Padawan Ahsoka Tano.
1: Yeah, I kind of figured, just too, with the Inquisitors, Like I think they all, at least that group, all might be just the the Jedi younglings. And maybe it's just...
0: Uh, I think some of them are. As we mentioned, the Grand Inquisitor was not a youngling, but he was the Temple Guard. Mm -hmm. Um, I think others just might have been Force-sensitives.
1: Well, the, the way they refer to each other is like, the the ranking and the third and fourth and whatever.
0: Is that an Inquisitor rank or is that what they called each other when they were young? Yeah, that's
1: kind of my thought. I don't know. So, but I'm sure we will find out. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. What else? What else is there? I mean, we pretty much... Covered that episode, I think. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm running out of gusto here too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> drink some water; you're gonna die. Oh, I
1: drink way too much water. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at about uh, let's see, like two liters. Yeah. that's a lot actually let's see here 1 liter, 2 liter plus 2 Diet Dr. Peppers that are 16 ounces so uh, 3 liters so just about a gallon <laughs> holding it in
0: uh, do you have anything Star, not Star Wars related you want to continue talking about? um we're at an hour and a half we could end it yeah we,
1: we could end it i could i mean we could keep talking i gotta use, go to the bathroom so <laughs> one way or the That's other fine. we gotta actually take a pause
0: yeah why don't we end this episode and then okay. yeah i'm gonna uh, we should I just i could do an outro
1: we could just cut it straight to where we start talking about star wars <laughs> that'd be like the first 30 no. minutes though
0: thank you for listening to this episode we talked about that to recap we started talking about just whatever we wanted, uh, a little bit about motorcycles, a little bit of uh, our thoughts on gas prices. Uh, then, inevitably, we, we started talking about Star Wars again because the newest episode of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series came out last week, and we recap on that. There are spoilers. Um, if you found this uh, conversation entertaining, we encourage you to mention this podcast to your family or friends, like or su- subscribe, and leave a comment on our podcast site. As a reminder, we record weekly and post episodes every Tuesday. As always, have a good day and keep that curious mind fresh.